we just move so fast that we forget to think back of everything that happened in a year. So just pausing for a moment to say, if you have not done this kind of reflection for yourself, like, please do it. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 99, and today, rather than looking at the whole year up ahead, we'll talk a little bit about it, but we want to get out of that like goal-setting, new year, new you, that whole theme that everyone is in right now as we approach the end of the year, and we just wanted to take a different approach. One, because we suck at celebrating, and maybe you do too. And also, I think we don't give enough credit to actually reflecting back at all of the things we did and taking a moment just to reflect and think about what those mean to you. So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to reflect on some wins, some not so much wins. I don't want to call them losses because nothing is a loss or a, you know, a negative or a fail or anything. Everything is always learning. But usually we have a a lot of notes for our episode to kind of guide us along this conversation, make sure we don't forget anything important that we want to tell you. And we barely have any notes today. We just want to give you guys the real raw reflection of the last year of 2023 for Duo Collective. So we might cry, we'll (laughs) probably laugh, and you can just be along for the (laughs) emotional journey. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you're skipping this episode right now. I don't know, but hopefully you tune in. Uh, so let's talk about the very first thing that we launched the year with that ending 2022, we were so dang excited about, and that is the marketing mastermind. If you have followed along and listened to our podcast, um, episode number 65 actually kind of talks about this and talks about how to pivot in your business, but you've probably heard us talk about this. And it was a really (laughs) exciting journey at first. And we thought this is what we wanted to do. And we thought this is what was going to be the future of Duo. We were so excited about it. We put so much time and energy and passion behind it and into it. And we launched it and we quickly realized this is not meant for us. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't for us. And I think it honestly, last year, starting the year that way was rough. It was really hard. And so even just reflecting on that, I'm so proud that we are in such a better place. Yeah. And I think quitting, like quote unquote, we quit it essentially because we knew it wasn't right for us. And we had to make sure that everything in our business was aligning and making us happy. (laughs) And it's one of those things that like, we talk about this sometimes, but if you're putting something into your, like if you're putting all this effort into something in your business and you are not getting results from it. And when I say results, I mean like personal results. Like if you aren't feeling energetic to go to work, if you don't want to convert, like if you don't want to talk about that thing you just launched, or if you don't want to be in it a hundred percent, then you need to pivot and it's okay to pivot. It Mm -hmm. feels 
sometimes it feels icky and it feels mm -hmm. wrong and it feels sometimes it feels like a failure but i think with that happening to us we came out stronger we came out more aligned to what it was that we really do like to do and i think we were trying to do too much of mm -hmm everything essentially yeah. we know we're good at almost anything when it comes to marketing this is we live and breathe it and we have um even back in our agency days but that doesn't mean that we have to do it all mm -hmm. we yeah. realized very quickly like we don't like these parts of marketing why are we yeah. why are we doing this i think our heart so our heart was in a place where we were like okay we touch branding and seo and then and a little bit of social at the time and we can't take it all the way for them. Like we see great results in what we do, but we want them to see even bigger results. We want our clients to see the full home run because we, I mean, like you said, like we like doing it because we do, we market our own business. We know it's successful. We do it for our own business. We have done it for our clients in our old agency days. So our hearts were saying we can help clients go bigger than just what we're doing. And I think that is a good, it's good to understand that like, that's what we wanted to do. But then also realizing that I think we had this mentality of like, we have to do all of this in order to help them grow. When in fact, the things we offer branding and SEO, they don't, we don't need to limit them. Like that's enough. Like seeing growth mm -hmm. in those categories is enough. We don't have to do more. We just have to go deeper. Like how can we go deeper in what we already love to do rather than stretching ourselves thin, which was what we were doing in trying to be perfect at everything. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I think too, we put so many hours and so much investment into this and then right when it kicked off is, oh gosh, I don't even remember how, how, like how far along I was in my pregnancy, but it was, it was at a point where we decided to shift from this and like not do this anymore. And it was getting to the point where I was close to my due date. Abby was really not in a good place because she was like, I can't do this alone while you're out. I, we don't even think we would have been able to do it together. Mm -hmm. Had I not even been close to maternity mm -hmm. leave or anything, I don't think it would have been a good fit regardless. But I knew when we had that conversation that a lot for two people, it was enough work. It was so much work. And it was a lot of things that just weren't passionate for us. And to go on a mat leave and know that she had to run all of that and handle that would have been so, yeah. it would have been hard and it would no. not align with our business. And <laughs> And then you start to lose that passion, you start to lose that motivation and that that will to like move forward and like think about your future and your goals. And we just knew at that time, this yeah. is just not a right fit. And to give you guys some perspective too, in case you hadn't been here or were following along last year when we had went through the mastermind, this was a $30,000 investment for our clients to work with us for the whole year. So on one end, we knew we could do it but we also knew it wasn't serving us and we weren't happy. And saying no meant $60,000 because we had two clients that we were dedicated to. So we said no to $60,000 and it was terrifying. Yeah. Like saying no to that kind of money, that's an, that's a someone you could hire. Like, and that's what people say to us too, where they're like, you could just hire someone to do this. But for, it just didn't feel right. Like no. in our gut, like maybe in a different part of our business, but for us, we just knew deep down something wasn't right. This wasn't serving us. We weren't happy. We needed to fix it. And it sucked. It really sucked, but it I'm so, hard. I'm so glad we 
we did what we did and we talked through with these clients about it. Like we love them dearly. They're amazing people. They're on great paths now. And I think it was just something that we, we had to do for ourselves. Yeah. And looking back now, I, we are so grateful that we did it and we have, I swear, I think we have grown so much stronger in the past six months. Even I think we are just so much more aligned now. Mm -hmm. I think if we didn't go through that, we wouldn't be where we are now. I don't think we would have sat down and had serious conversations about what it is that you're passionate about. What do you want to do, Abby? What do you want to do, Courtney? And that's what we're going to do. We don't have Mm -hmm. to do it all. We just have to do the things that we're very passionate about, the things that we're really, really good at, and just offer those. We don't have to offer everything else in between. Yeah. The clarity of just brand and just SEO for us is so right. I think it was born out of creating this mastermind and feeling, I think quote unquote failure. That is not a failure, but it was, it was truly born out of that. Yes. hundred percent. Oh, so yeah. If you have any questions for us, I know every time we talk about saying no to this and the like shutting it down, I know most people reach out and they're like, I'm so glad you said that because most people don't talk about like the quote unquote failures of products that you push out there and run. And the thing is, if like we knew this was going to happen last year, I still would have done it because we still needed to get to this place that we're in now. Mm -hmm. And I truly think if we didn't run that program, we wouldn't have had the clarity that we have now. So like we had to do that to know that wasn't the route of Duo Collective and now we're on a different path. Yep. So I'm glad we did it. Me too. Um, So transitioning out of that, starting the year on a really tough note. Yes. (laughs) In a really hard place. It was hard. But then come February, we had a full year of podcasting. Which is mind-blowing. Crazy. Yeah. I can't believe it. And also, like, February isn't that far away. We're almost at our two-year. That's <laughs> even crazier, actually. It's crazy. So, yeah, it feels like just thinking about a whole year of podcasting, almost two years of podcasting. It doesn't feel like we've no. done that much because podcasting, no. we've, always, yeah. we've talked about this time and time again, too. It's our <clears throat> easiest form of content creation. We love it. And it's the funnest. It's easy because we yeah. like it. Yeah. I think it might not feel easy to someone else if you don't like podcasting, but we truly love it. And it's like such an easy thing to do. I never feel like, oh, we have a podcasting day. I always like, even if we're busy, right, you know? Right. The only thing is after a full day of recording, mm-hmm. batching, mm-hmm. batching in general yeah. can be exhausting. Yeah. We, I think after podcast days, we're both at home and it's like eight o'clock at night and we're like, I can't think. Yeah. Because we're takes it all like, talking and we're on for a full day. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not used to being on for full days, but they're fun to prep. They're fun to, it's fun to talk to you guys. It's fun to do this form of content. And mm-hmm. usually most of the time when we do them, we get together and it's always fun to be together. Yeah. We order lunch, we get coffee, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like we just scratch the surface. Like I truly do want 2024 to be like a really big year for the podcast. Like I want to dabble more into growing it, reaching more people, all of the fun things that come with that. And yeah, I think that's going to be exciting. And it's also fun to just see that like people actually do listen to us, you know, yeah. you launch a podcast <laughs> and we have crickets, right? But thank like, you for being here. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much because we get so many compliments on people just loving this podcast about our authenticity, about the things that we teach and the content that we deliver. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just amazing and feels so good to know that we do have a really strong following and that mm-hmm. people love what we're doing. Yeah. Honestly, anytime you guys tag us on Instagram that you're listening or that you love the podcast, it's like so humbling. And we freaking love it every time. Yes. It's awesome. Thank you. So started the year with the mastermind, tough note, full year of podcasting. And then Courtney had a baby. Yes. (laughs) So we had to figure out how to navigate maternity leave in our small business, which uh, coming from an agency world, you know, you don't really have to think about those things because it's all kind of set up for you. But when you're running your own biz and you're half of it, you are going to be gone for a while and you have to figure out how to support your other half 100%. <laughs> so we had a really strong plan going into it. Um, we have a couple episodes, episode number 55 and number 87 that talk about my mat leave, that talk about what we did to prep for the mat leave, um, how we made it work from a financial perspective, how we made it work from a content delivery perspective and um, just kind of the things that Abby did while I was out. And we, I mean, again, 2024 or 2023, I apologize, was uh, probably our best year yet. I mean, honestly, we've had such a great year and we've learned so much and we've grown so much. And it's crazy to say that considering I was out for three to three and a half months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. I also think I mean, it this it went so fast. I can't even like we're not even to halfway through the year and already all this stuff has happened (laughs) for our business, which is kind of crazy. So just pausing for a moment to say, if you have not done this kind of reflection for yourself, like, please do it. Because I think we just move so fast that we forget to think back of everything that happened in the year. And I think it's so important. But yeah, we had to do a ton of prep for the podcast, for social. I think one of the most helpful things for me for maternity is I literally didn't even touch social. I didn't touch it at all. Yep. It was I, all I prepped. Had that baby all ready to go. Yeah, and prepped, ready to go. I didn't touch Instagram or Instagram grew. And I didn't, I wasn't there. I answered messages. <laughs> yeah, that's all she did. She was just there for the DMs. Uh, the occasional story. But otherwise I was, yeah, pretty dang busy. So you weren't going to touch it, but it was great. And then also, I, isn't it funny how now that I'm back, social is starting to get quiet again because I'm just too busy to do social. <laughs> isn't it funny how those things uh, work? I know. It's also something where I feel like we still show up, just not in posts. And that's okay. Like everyone yeah. has a season where you might not have your content calendar full of posted content, but you still show up in a different way, which is okay. Like I'm in voice messages in Instagram daily. So we're still there. We're still there. We're we're definitely in different ways. Yeah. But I do think maternity leave felt like it actually went by pretty fast for me. Like it, it felt like nice and slow for me at the moment. But now that I look back, I'm like, Oh my God, that was so quick. And now Mm -hmm. I have a six month old. Like what is happening? Mm -hmm. I also feel like we jumped into it. Like we just kind of picked up right where we left off. Yeah, there was no, I was a little nervous coming back because I was like, oh my gosh, like she's going to have to download me on everything. What is it that I have to do? Da, da, da. Um, but I came back and it was just pretty yeah, seamless. Yeah, it was pretty, I don't know. I mean, we worked together for a long time. So it, that part just makes it easy mm-hmm. to jump back into it. But yeah, it doesn't feel like there was this weird transition period. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, jump in and go. And I actually think we had a ramp up for you that wasn't like, bam, you're in it. I actually think it was kind of, which I like, do you feel like that? 
I feel like it was kind of like we're busy as heck now. Yeah. But I feel like the ramp I up to that eased into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which we had um, a few mm-hmm. like of our own personal projects that we wanted to work on, and we thought mm-hmm. that would be a good time because I wouldn't be like overloaded with client work, <laughs> like which now. I am now. Uh, um, and then we also had a few branding clients that were on our wait list, so I was able to kind of jump into that and start working on some brands, and it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, was it went crazy. pretty. Flawless, I would I have to say. I mean, mm-hmm. you go into it kind of scared because it's your business and you're trying to figure out this huge thing, you know, and I'm learning how to be a mom and I'm bringing home a newborn and, you know, it could have gone way worse, but yeah. everything was really great. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad you came back and you were like, oh, I miss this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was a little worried you'd come back and you'd be like, I just want to be home with my baby. Good luck, Abby. You did a good job. Yeah, and I'd be like, job. no. You're going to be Uno. Uno, that duo. <laughs> but no, there was a moment on mat leave where I was like, you know what? I think I could be a stay-at-home mom. And then towards the end of mat leave, I was like, I don't know. And then I slowly got back into duo and I was like, absolutely could not be a stay-at-home mom. Nope, <laughs> I need this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful yes. I didn't lose my partner on mat leave. No. Well, I'm also thankful I didn't lose my partner while yeah, right. on mat leave Same. because you were just Same. drowning Both or ways. hated it or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I mean, I did have some mental breakdowns, but it was overall pretty good. I, it was all self-inflicted mental breakdowns. As long as it wasn't me that was inflicting <laughs> them no. on you. It was just me not knowing how to say no, which yeah. is my biggest which problem. Which I told you multiple times, stop saying yes. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I know. Uh, so yeah, that you came back in August. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, probably actually like end of August, more like mm. September. Cause our, we had a hiccup mm. in daycare. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Which is crazy that that wasn't even that long ago. It already feels like full swing, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so yeah, we also this year ran four rounds of group coaching. I think that's the most we've ran in a year. I think, um, which is the goal actually is what I wanted to, it to be. I wanted it to consistently grow up to four. It's been happening for two years now. Yes. And like, I think two full years, maybe like two and a half. I can't remember when I, we launched at the end of the year. So yeah, probably two full years. Um, but yeah, I think that is, that's been awesome. And loving, like for me, loving the group size, it's usually like eight to 10 people max, which is amazing because we're all in Boxer together. We're growing together. You can actually make those personal connections. So I love that. And then four times feels good. I think I definitely wouldn't want to do it more. If anything, I do one less. Mm -hmm. And I actually think next year we're going to do less because I'm going to completely revamp the program. So that'd be fun but SEO on tap has to come first yes yes so yeah but still loving group coaching want to keep doing that so if you're a copywriter web designer and haven't signed up for that program yet like keep your eyes peeled because it's gonna just keep growing Abby's the best teacher out there I love it and I love the membership actually so that is something that we started this year I believe yes I I need to go back and look now I even forgot um it might be a little over a year. Actually, we might have started at the end of the previous year. Uh, so now everyone who's been a part of the group coaching program, so any past students have the ability to join the membership, which is a monthly ongoing thing. And we sit down and meet live every month. And I basically just educate them on the changes that are happening in the SEO space. Uh, recently, I started sharing uh, client walkthroughs. So like, here's the SEO audits I've been doing. Here's what's, what I've learned. Here's keywords that I researched just sharing some behind the scene, real life stuff. And then also it's the biggest thing I'd say is it's a space for everyone to ask questions and to lean on me because I know you can get in your head so much with SEO. It can feel more complicated, 
And if you ever feel stuck with your clients, like, I don't know how to answer those questions. That's where you get a chance just to ask me. It's like, I'm in your back pocket, your secret little SEO weapon. So it's, that's my favorite. I love those monthly meetings because people join. We like, same thing. Like people come. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's, and we get to meet. It's fun to see when things work and like people actually like you and follow you <laughs> and value mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So the membership is awesome. I actually was a little, I was nervous about engagement because with any membership, you hear that like people need to engage. You need to drive engagement. You need to promote people to talk and be a part of the community. And the amazing thing about it is because it's such a small community of people, the only people that can join have been in the group coaching program. And because it's a small knit community who I already know everyone who's joined this it is not hard to connect with people Mm -hmm. and it's not hard to get people to ask questions because everyone's already comfortable together. So it's such a great space. I love it. Yay. Keep, keep going. That's what our reflection is going to be. Yes. So another thing this year that we did that can sometimes be scary, but we outsourced more and we grew our team. And we talk about this on podcast number 74 as well, but This was something I think we struggled with for a while for the first few years in our business, because when you think of outsourcing and growing your team, you think of money out of your pocket. You think, I am not making as much. We cannot do this because we, of course, want to make sure that we're making enough money to live the lives that we want to live. But we can't grow. We've found out this year, we cannot grow if we don't have a team. If it's just Abby and I, we will never grow. We will always hit this wall where we can't get past because we can't when it comes to one-on-one like yeah yeah, you just you can't in a service-based business your time is what you're trading so you don't you it's limited yeah and we if we didn't outsource we wouldn't have time to work in our business and on our business we that's where we started to realize like we don't have enough time to work on duo collective because we're working on all of this client work and that's an issue if we can't work in or on our own business then we are never going to be able to push our own business forward and that's i think where we realized we need help so that we can continue to push duo collective forward we can continue to reach goals we can continue to grow revenue we continue to bring in clients and that's where we needed to start outsourcing and growing our team so we could have that help internally yeah we brought and one thing i realized this was like the biggest thing so i realized two things actually when court came back from maternity leave i told her this right away because i was like these are the things that i need (laughs) one I can't do project management anymore. Like I just, my time can't be to building timelines. We already have the foundations, the systems, the tools in place. And I actually discovered this when launching group coaching because I was like, wow, affiliate needs, affiliate emails need to go out. I need to schedule Instagram lives with past students. I need to get testimonials from past students. I need to update our sales page. I need to do all the sales emails and the selling on top of it. And I just kind of realized that a lot of stuff is like, turnkey things that happen the same every time we launch. And then other things like a client project comes in, we need to set up an Asana board, we need to build their timeline, we need to email them their timeline, we need to get the questionnaire out, we need to add the questionnaire to Google Drive. Like these are all things and systems that can be put in place that can either be automated or someone else can do them. I don't need to do them because the amount of brain power that goes into creating a client timeline is actually a lot. Like it's a lot to juggle Mm -hmm. when we have multiple clients at one time. So the realization that we needed someone to manage that was necessary. So we brought on Heidi, who is 
amazing. Like literally Love wouldn't her. survive without her. Um, so that is she's like the wizard who does all the timelines, kickoffs, everything like that. And then we also brought on Kelly, who is a past group coaching student who is basically my SEO sidekick. And one of the biggest things I realized this year was my childcare is so incredibly limited that the times I can take calls would suck for my clients, like totally suck. <laughs> because especially if anyone is based in the West Coast, because my kids go to school from eight to 11, 15. That is a very small window and I can crank during that time and it's fine. And then I multitask some days when they're here. I can't do it every day because it's impossible. But that is something where if I'm working with a West Coaster, I need to have a call with them before 9 a.m. That's not ideal. Like that's a really poor experience. And so one of the things I was super nervous about was I had to make a decision of like, do I want to hire more childcare so I can be more available for my clients? Or do I want to add someone that can be an extension of me that can still give a really great experience? And I didn't want to add more childcare. I didn't like, it just didn't feel right. And so I think that was just a decision where it was like, okay, let's make this work a different way. And it's been amazing. Like we've done plenty of projects. Kelly is amazing. We've worked with her for years. She just hasn't been on client calls. And now like it's a great experience. We have more resources for our clients. We can reach them in more ways. And I think a lot of times we think of outsourcing as like letting, letting go of something. And I think it's less about letting go and it's more about enhancing the experience. Yeah. And when you think of it that way, it's like, duh, bring them on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're starting to get very busy with branding projects. And I just looked at Abby today and I was like, <laughs> I might, well, actually she brought it up first, which, oh my gosh, it was such a blessing. Cause I was like, I don't want to bring this up, but, um, she was just like, do you want to maybe think about bringing on someone to help you with some branding projects? And I was like, oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. But again, then I internally struggle because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't give this away. This is my baby. But like Abby just said, it's an extension and it's, <clears throat> they're part of your brand too, right? Yeah. And they're part of your team. So they're going to, and you're going to vet them and you're going to make sure that they're the same style and the same way that you operate. Mm -hmm. And um, again, yeah. you just, you won't be able to grow in the ways that you need to grow if you don't have that outsource yeah. or that help or that team. Yeah. I think a goal of ours and we need to figure it out and we'll share the journey as we figure it out is to actually like right now we have people on our team. We don't have employees we have contractors. So I think a goal for us next year is going to be to hire, hire someone, yep. like fully hire someone. So I think that will be, that will be awesome. That'll and be can't wait, yeah, episode. right. Can't wait to share it all with you because that feels terrifying right now. Like being fully transparent, it feels terrifying to like already. It's like, we need to support our own salaries. So being able to support someone else's does definitely feel scary, but I do think it's something that is necessary when you, when you grow. Yep. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, um, with that, we I counted. We have served 55 clients so far at the time of recording this, this just, year. Just this year. Just this year. That's incredible. Crazy. Like we didn't even serve that many clients at our agency job. Mm -mm. I don't think. I don't know how we did that. How did we do that? <laughs> 55? Yeah, I don't even know. That's insane. I, yeah. There was a point during the summer when court was out that I was booking four months in advance for SEO projects. I'm probably two months now, mm -hmm. but, and we're two months out with branding for sure too. But yeah, it's definitely like, 
it's a lot. And we are juggling a lot of clients at one time in different phases of their projects. And that's, we wouldn't be able to juggle this many clients if we did not have a team behind us helping. Absolutely. So, yeah. But that's crazy. I can't believe we've served that many people. That's so fun. That's awesome. Insane. Um, We also, which was super exciting. Which we didn't celebrate. No, we forgot. (laughs) I just recently talked about this too. Um, We hit our revenue goal in, was it October? It was either October or early November Mm -hmm. that we hit our revenue goal for the year of what we wanted to hit. And I actually midway through the year thought it was going to be really hard. And then I was like, wow, wow, we still have two months left. Like we're still going. That's crazy. So yeah, that was amazing just to hit that revenue goal. And then we completely missed it, but I was husband. (laughs) Yeah. Caught it. (laughs) We were sitting down having dinner and he was just like, what were your paychecks that you were bringing in from the agency days? And I was like, huh? I was like, I think it's the same as what I bring in now. And he goes, well, did you guys celebrate that? <laughs> I was like, nope. I didn't even know it happened until you just said it. So that was amazing. I texted court right away and I was like, I think we've matched our agency salaries, like without even realizing it. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we've matched our agency salaries and that doesn't even count our quarterly bonuses. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I'm cool. actually shocked we didn't notice it. We just I know. let it like slide. We're just like, cool. Because we talked about Making it. Making more money. We had talked about it a lot, especially when we first started Duo. We're like, okay, the goal is to obviously replace what we're making at the agency, hopefully someday mm-hmm. soon. And then it came and went and we were like, oh, cool. Shoot. That Look happened. That. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. And I think like, yeah, just I'm glad we noticed it and didn't just completely oversight it. We would have noticed it at some point, but it feels pretty great. And we've we've had our business for a few years. And I think it's unrealistic. Like you hear these stories about people being like, I hit my salary after six months or, you know, one month in or whatever. And it's like, no, that's the good. The thing that I feel so good about is that four years of business, the first year was juggle both. So mm-hmm. we weren't really making a salary yet. But every single year, we've slowly increased. Yep. And we have such a solid foundation. Shout out to Val for that. We have such a solid foundation that it doesn't feel like this is just like, oh, this is happening right now. There's my Minnesota. Did you hear that? Oh, Oh. Um, (laughs) it's it's happening right now, but we're going to drop down like we're like that's not how our business works. Like we increase because we have that foundation. We're set up with profit first. We have all of those, which we talk all about our like financial foundation and how it's set up in episode 50. So you can go listen to that if you're curious about how we structure our business. But because we have that solid foundation, like I know that that's not changing. Like it could, but we definitely, we have built-in buffers where we protect ourselves when we have high and low months and our months are not consistent. No, like not, not every month is consistent, mm-hmm. but our pay is. Yes. And I think that's what's so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes. Proud of us. I am proud of <laughs> us too. And now talking about kind of the end of the year as we start to wrap things up, but we are literally doing all of the things. And I think every day Abby and I have a small panic attack. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We, we kind of do this often too, um, especially around the holiday season. Why when we, we get excited that? about our business, we, we're like, let's do this, 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 and this. And yeah. then we just do it. And then we realize we're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're launching another round of group coaching 
and mm-hmm. we're really in it. We're, we're in, in it, it right now. Yeah. We're in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Recording this, we're working on launching it. Now we're in it. Uh, um, we are doing a course relaunch mm-hmm. for SEO on tap. SEO on tap. If you are not on the wait list, it is duocollective.com forward slash SEO on tap. Go check that out. Be Get on the it's wait be list. Better. It's and amazing. likely at the time of listening to this, you can probably purchase it before the end of the year and be a beta user if you need to spend some money before tax season ends. Yes. Or before oh, yes. tax season comes. Remember that. So, but yeah, otherwise it's launching in a few weeks, mid January. So we're super excited. This is we honestly are very like for this round. I have never felt a way where I'm like, so, which people say this all the time, it's easy to sell something when you know it's going to give value, right? You're not selling it, but truly this is going to be the best SEO course that I think I've ever seen. It's going to be so great. Yep. Yep. I'm so excited. I'm very excited for it too. (laughs) And we rebranded ourselves. Uh, That was a huge step in our business. We talked about uh, when, you know, when I got off mat leave, Abby's like, how about this is when we start our rebrand because you're not going to be overloaded with clients. You can ease back into it. You can have some fun rebranding us. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And it was a great idea. And then we got really busy. And now I'm like slowly having panic attacks. As we record this, I'm in it. I'm in the thick of it right now. Um, But it was something that we needed to do because it, I mean, when we first launched this business, I think I was literally working on really rough logos while at my agency job, like in meetings, I would sit in a strategic spot and work on duo collective logos. And at the time loved them, but as a designer, four years later, things change drastically. And now that we're in our business and we know what we want to do and we're growing like we're growing, we're figuring everything out. We feel so much stronger in our business now, obviously, than we did four years ago. So we needed a rebrand. We needed to refresh. Mm-hmm. We, ha- I mean, we're so excited about it, yeah. but it is different, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is, it's, it's more us. I it think, I mean, I, st- I yeah. love we well, like we liked our brand yes. like we loved our brand before and that's what that was the hardest part about changing is everyone would be like love your brand booking you because i love your brand oh and gosh. so then we're like oh no we would literally get <laughs> off of calls with clients and inquiries and they'd be like oh my gosh love your aesthetic and like this is why i decided to work with you and we'd get off calls and i'd look at abby and i'm like are we making a mistake <laughs> like what are we doing right. but it is more us it and is. yeah no matter what, we're going to attract the clients that want to work with mm-hmm. us. So. And we've always said our brand is us. Our brand yes, is our personality. We are, we are the brand. It doesn't really matter. Like visuals absolutely matter. But having that strategy and then the visuals complement that is going to be powerful. Yeah. So, yes. So, yeah, the rebrand is definitely, definitely something we needed. And so excited to go into the year with a fresh new brand, a new course. And to like have all of the, yeah, yeah. have all of the new things. Like mm-hmm. we don't, our brand isn't, we don't have a very big extension to our brand right now. We have zero submarks. We ha- we don't have a pattern mm-hmm. like with our old brand. We didn't yeah. have any of that. And now we do. Mm-hmm. And those are, that's what we do for our clients. So we're, yeah. we're like, we have to do what we do for our clients mm-hmm. for ourselves too. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. So what, I mean, holy smokes, like that's what a, a year. lot. Yeah. I can't believe, I'm so excited to see what we do next year. Um, there's a few things, which of course, last year at the end of the year, the big thing we talked about was a mastermind that was going to change our business and evolve it. Change our lives. Yeah, which it did. Actually, it did. <laughs> it did, but in a, such a different way than we were expecting. Uh, for real. So I think it's funny because I, 
we wrote down like, okay, here are the things we're really looking forward to in 2024. And it could all change. Like it could all, like this could be none of it. Like we could totally do something different. And I think it's exciting and scary, but that's the benefit of having your own business because you can pivot when you need to. So Mm -hmm. here's what we think what we think we're looking forward to in 2024. Uh, The fresh brand. Yes. Like huge, brand new course. So make sure you are on that wait list if you're not already for SEO on tap. And then I think more speaking. Yeah. Which is awesome. We have two speaking things booked right now in the spring. And more speaking equals more wigs and outfits. And craziness. Yes. We are speaking at the ESC conference in Kentucky in April and UPP in May in California. So we are super excited. We've spoken at UPP before. You might have heard us there if you're listening, but... um, we had so much fun. Yeah. We dressed the part, played the part, and yes. you better bet we're going to do it again next year. Absolutely. So it's going to be awesome. And then we also, like I had mentioned before, podcasting, like absolutely want to invest more in this podcast. I don't know if that looks like more episodes, if that looks like adding bonus content, if that looks like just growing it and hiring someone to help us with the growth. We don't know, but yeah. podcast. But, yeah, we love this thing. Yes. Um, and then we right now at this moment, we are offering web design, but we don't market it, but we have a lot of projects. <laughs> yes. We don't market it at um, all. And we get a ton of inquiries on yes. it. Yes. So Kelly, who we've brought on to help us with SEO has also been our amazing web design sidekick. Obviously, Courtney is also our web design genius because she does everything on Duo Collective. So Web design is an offering that we will likely look at expanding in 2024 and actually putting on our investment guide and sharing with you. But if you've reached out to us, you've likely heard us say that, yes, we can do that because when you can bring your brand and your SEO to life in a website, it is beautiful. It's It's a beautiful process. It's the whole, it's the baby that you all created together. It is. So next up is episode 100. And- How freaking amazing is it that episode 100 landed on January 1st? We did not even plan this. No. Like, we did skip, like, one episode, which it was a sign. I think it was a, like very a sign from God random, that we should skip that episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so the fact that this lined up for January 1st is just amazing, and we're so excited, and it's going to be a crazy episode. So it's you're gonna not going to miss it. It's going to be much different than anything else we've ever done, I think. Very, very, very. But fun. We're so excited for it. We are so excited. So make sure you tune in. We'll see you there. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.